Hi, I'm Scott Wilson, and you're watching the Eagles Last Stand. You're really watching the Eagles Last Stand? Wow. When I come around, got the whole thing wobbing. We're back for another episode of The Ego's Last Sand. I am your host, Josh Sarnum. I'm joined always by Brandy Nicole. Brandy, how you doing, hon? I'm excited to be here, per the huge. Per the huge, yeah. yeah. I, I'm noticing we're still doing this thing where we're doing with the hair. You got that thing on. Listen, up. my weave didn't get glued on straight, so I had a headband today. All right. All right. Well, you know, you got to do those things. Uh, you know, what's awesome about today is uh, we're actually joined with one of uh, my old friends here, especially in comedy and, uh, and around town. Been hanging out with this guy for quite a little while now, Goo McIntyre. Yeah. How y'all doing, man? Good, man. I'm glad you glad to be here. Glad to have. I'm glad y'all got me here and it's fun. Dude, I tell you what, uh, last time you were on the show, uh, it was a little uh, low-key different. It was a different uh, thing. So you're another repeat that's been on the show, which is yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, and uh, a totally different format. We're doing it in different. We're filming now and all that kind of good stuff. We're drunk. Uh, we're, we're, a lot of the times we are. And speaking, <laughs> speaking of drinking, uh, so Wiss 6 uh, Brewing here in Lexington has picked us up as a sponsor, which is really cool. So we're drinking some of their uh, Christmas drink. And I tell you, it's actually pretty good. Very uh, jolly. It is very jolly. What are your thoughts? It's got like I think it got like mistletoe. It does. It and like does you, grounded up Yuletide. It oh, got a little sure. grounded up Yuletide. What is a Yuletide? What is that? Christmas boner. That Christmas boner is that what it is? It has to be a good one though. It has to be. It has to be a pointer, not a boner. That's uh, more of a pointer. So it, 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 that's the old Yule log. Bingo. Yule log. I set him up. You knock him down. That's what. I, you don't want it to be thrown on the fire though. You no. don't want the fire part. No. no if, you, if you get the fire part, you have to go get a shot. You that's have to go rule. get that in that six pills. Cold. I don't know from experience. That's what told me about it. Six pills. Six of them. Make sure you take them too. I had a I, I had a, 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 fellow, a fellow soldier overseas. We were all in Korea, and she, a gorgeous young lady. Apparently, she was uh, spreading it around, and then she okay. got she got to notice that. Uh, Right and uh, the applause in her yeah, vagina. Yeah, so uh, she had to she had to let everybody know. And next day at the clinic, there's nine guys in line. Wow! All of them had to have. If you can't ha- produce something, if you can't, whoa. if you can't have something come out, right. they do what is called rotting you. I've heard of a rotting. Yeah, I've heard of a rotting. Well, unfortunately, one of my good friends, uh, this guy Rich, he uh, he had to get rotted because oh. nothing. He get, like he's yanking on it, trying to get something because he doesn't want this thing have to go up and yeah. and uh, that ends up having to have to happen and he's screaming and the doctor goes you're quiet you're going to scare my patient <laughs> Rich grabs him by the collar brings him real close and goes I am your patient <laughs> in, in the gay community that's called docking docking ah, docking that's what alright docking I'm, I'm about to ask you about the docking how that procedure I'll send goes. you some videos alright <laughs> she's good like that she's good <laughs> So you said there were nine people, give or take, plus or minus, a football field after this gal? Yeah. That's yeah. too many people in your cockpit. Uh, now, you said she was good looking. I might would have took of a round of applause myself. <laughs> but I, just if she was, if they got something to cure it, I might would have endured, endured for the evening. You know? Why not? Just for the, for the nice, for a good look. You know? so, wait, so uh, I get to have the evening there and then it's a simple <laughs> flogging tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> well, my back's strong. Let's do that. <laughs> well, y'all have a swing the other way. It's docking. All right, it's That's docking. right. It's docking. Yeah. Docking. But you put two peeners inside each other. Peeners? Yeah, the peeners go inside the other peeners. Do you realize that, that the... 
It's not called a Chinese figure trap. I don't know why. No, but the scissors coming up short. If you going inside and going inside, somebody one ha- one person has to be uncircumcised. Oh, okay. <laughs> Somebody's putting on the turtleneck. Yeah. Somebody's so, warm for the winter. That's, that's exactly. what that's right. we got going on. So someone's snake sweater is going <laughs> right. A full, full over. Full, full cornholio. Mock neck <laughs> turtleneck action. Turtleneck okay, action. right, right, is. right. Yeah. You know, and, and don't send the video. All right, now, you said you was gonna send the video. I don't want to see. <laughs> no, no, not well, at all. What's funny is, is it's a paid subscription. You guys mentioned a, a turtleneck in that situation, and as a Jew, all I can think to myself is cut it out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Two points. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, you've got some really excited stuff going on right now. Uh, like, really exciting. And what is that exciting thing you ask everybody out there? Here's what it is. Georgetown, Kentucky now has a comedy club. Yay. The wow. Laughing Yay. Skull Comedy Club. Yay. That's an amazing name, by the way. I, I like that. I, I So I want to know all about it. So how did, how did we come up with, like, what, what was the thought process? How long have you been thinking about doing this? My thing with comedy when I got into doing comedy, it was either going to be radio or on my own club, either yeah, or. For sure. Um, so I've been thinking about it my whole life, and I got approached by some in, uh, some other guys that you know I know real well, and they was like, "Hey, let's open up a comedy club in Georgetown." And they had pretty much everything laid out when they approached me, and I was like, "This is going to be good." And yeah. I was like, without hesitation, let's do it. Nice, you know. And um, the name came from one another guy that's uh, my business partner. Um, he was like, "I want to go with the Laughing Skull." I love it. Yeah, I, I like it now. It had to grow on me. I had some other. <laughs> Things in mind that I wanted to go with. Can I hear them? Oh. <laughs> was it anything like chuckles, laughs a lot? I was thinking about like the laughing stable to go with like Kentucky, the horses and all that. I can see that. Uh, see that. For real funny. Um, we was going to go with LOLs, something like that. So modern. Um, yeah. So, so modern. <laughs> we just stuck with the laughing skull because that was the first thing that came to mind. I like and, it. You know, when first thing come to your mind, most time you either go with it, you know, pass or fail. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's either 100% right or it's right or die. It's either or. It's either or. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything's going well. We open up uh, this coming up weekend. Yeah. Um, so we're excited about it, man. Everything's going to plan so far. So fingers crossed and knocking on wood a little bit and hope everything goes well. Hope so. I think Georgetown's a, a great place for that. It is a great place. I was born and raised in Georgetown. I um, know a lot of people, and they are very excited. I've been hearing nothing but positive feedback from, like, downtown, the Chamber of Commerce. Of course. Uh, the Go That's Georgetown, awesome. everything. So everything's uh, on the up and up about it. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I, got, I got family in Georgetown, so I, I don't think they've heard about this yet. So I'm definitely going to make sure they know. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I mean they live right there, and you know what's weird about Georgetown is like when you think how far, like like I live in Frankfurt, so it's actually shorter for me to come into Lexington than it is to Georgetown because of the way they have the highway yeah. right now, mm-hmm. and four twenty one is just you know you got to go up that long ass mm-hmm. road, and, and you know Leastown's Town's kind of the same way where it brings you way out here, and then you got to cut back the other way. Right. So Georgetown, it, it's all it's not isolated, but it almost is kind of its own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is, which is really cool, and it, it's I think it's far enough away from. Lexington where first off like I know a lot of people have said to me well are they going to try and compete with Comedy Off Broadway because Comedy Off Broadway is in Lexington and it's like this big trauma it's like yeah. that isn't your concept at all though is it? Nowhere close to our type of concept yeah. our, you know Comedy Off Broadway is a staple in the comedy community really across is. the Absolutely. United States yeah. like it's not we, we can't compete with it, even if we thought that was our right. goal going sure. in but that's far away from our goal see our goal is 
basically, just Josh knows, we have been traveling around and doing bar shows and yeah. these festivals and these type of things for like basically feature acts that are actually traveling the country. Mm-hmm. So what we did with uh, The Laughing Skull, we actually made a base home for that comic right there. So right, like... You know, you do a feature act at Bro- Comedy Off Broadway, you headlining at the Laughing Skull. Right. Absolutely. You know, you come in on a Saturday, do three shows, come in on a Friday, do two shows, Thursday, one show. You getting the experience that you need yeah. which is awesome. to go to the next level in your comedy career. Yeah. Now how are you um how are you uh Picking your talent Are you taking submissions How can people How can people You know You know Send, yeah. you, send you some things Right now <laughs> Right now I am basically going off Because I've been doing comedy For 10 years Yeah uh, Professionally 15 altogether Yeah So I'm basically going off People that I know That is funny Sure People that are up and coming Yeah um, You know Doing a lot of that type of stuff So I'm pretty much Booking it Based off that And people I know That's going to bring a crowd That's funny Yeah um, I also have a web We also have a web Website called the Laughing Skull KY dot com. There it is, and um, you can inbox us on Facebook, DM me if you got. I'm Goo McIntyre on Facebook as well. Uh, send me a short video, yeah, and then I consider you. Then starting not this week but next week on Wednesday, we're going to do what's called an open mic audition night. Oh yes. So what happens is five, six people get to sign up. Sure. I give you nine minutes because I want to give you enough time to get it out there to let you know that you can be a feature not just give you three minutes you throw your breast jokes and then like you don't have anything else yeah, yeah very important so I'm gonna give each comic nine minutes to get on stage and do something and if you go right then I'm gonna sign you up to be a, at least a feature I love that that is so fully realized and I love that the mm-hmm. nine minutes is a huge chunk of time that's a, that's a lot of time to audition for something it, it is yeah. I mean if the three minutes we saw Monday night going mm-hmm. through 26, 27, 28, 29, 30 however many comics well it's, a, it's also good to put it in nine minutes in my opinion because you're also gonna weed out an open mic that thinks, oh, well, I'm ready to be a feature. Absolutely. Right. You know, and, and, I, and I think that's the other thing that you're doing that that's the right thing is you're, you're showing people that, you know, you have to work out your material for a while before you're going to be, even though your, your, your club design is meant for guys, like, you know, like me that, mm-hmm. that's traveling around featuring, um, it, it, you still want a good comedy show put on there mm-hmm. because that, and I think that, you know, you obviously correct me if I'm wrong, but when you first told me about this, you were like, you know, we want to have a good comedy show, good night out for the people of Georgetown. Exactly. Where it's just, it's a date night thing. You come out, you're not necessarily going to see anybody you, you like that's world famous or anything, sure. but you're going to have a good time because comedy's funny, whether it's in these walls or it's in those walls or wherever it is. Right. You know? and, and I think that's a great concept. I love that. I really love that. That concept is great because the most you're going to buy a face for a ticket at our club right now is $15. You know what I mean? So right now we have it at 10 So you're doing a, 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 a night out with you and you take your wife or your girlfriend or whoever you're cheating on your wife with to the Comedy club, twenty dollars to get in, one drink minimum. You leaving out of there thirty five, forty dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's a great. Then we right next to um, one of them axe throwing places. You have the movie Baby. theater right there. I mean, yeah, you have another little bar up the street. So, so it's you're, a good you're right near the Tipsy Cow, then. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right there. I'm, I'm in the same shopping uh, complex mm. as Tipsy Cow. Oh, okay. We right next to what you know, Battle Axe. You gotcha. know, and That's so great. by the way, Tipsy Cow, you owe me five bucks for that. You are oh. plug. <laughs> Hi, Tata. Which you're I right. recently, I recently just. Won the Tipsy Cow yeah, uh, yeah, got yeah. talent contest. Yeah, so I good, saw that. Yeah, we have a good little uh, networking funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to be, man. I try to be. Yeah. All right, so we're we're, we're going to talk more about the club, but, but real quick, because I said goo. 
Why goo? Why? Where did goo come from? It's a funny story, man. I want to hear it. I actually had goo before I had my real name. Oh, uh, my, my real name is Mario. Um, I'm not Latin, as you can tell. I'm just dark skinned. Um, <laughs> but my mom, she really didn't know what she wanted to name me. Yeah. Um, and my auntie came to the hospital like maybe a couple hours after I was born, and she was like, "He looks like Mr. Magoo, the cartoon character." Well. And so ever since then, it's been goo. And um, everybody's been comfortable calling me goo. Like, if you don't know me, you'll call me Mario. Um, like, at work and every places like it. Yeah. But in the whole community, the comedy community is goo. goo. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think I think I knew you two years before I knew about Mario. That's that's how right. non-existent that name is in, in, in the comedy life anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it doesn't exist. Yeah. Now, does does family still call you goo? Or? Yeah, everybody. The only person that doesn't call me goo is my wife. Okay. That's it. She won't call me goo. And she, call, <laughs> she calls you Mr. McIntyre. Nah, she might call me dickhead. <laughs> you know, like just some stuff like that. Right. You guys haven't been married that long for... Nah, we haven't. We, we fresh on it, but yeah, we've been together long enough for that to happen. Yeah, okay. Especially dealing with me, you know. <laughs> I can be a lot. Yeah, but, no. I understand. I totally understand. I, I have that issue myself. But I just want to let you know that I appreciate everything that you've done. Oh, thanks, As man. far as goo is concerned in the comedy industry, like Josh has reached out. You know, Josh, he had a lot of rooms, and he's always reached out to me for every show. room, you yeah. know. And so it's you a staple in our oh. comedy community in Thank Lexington you, and surrounding towns, man. So I appreciate everything you've done. I hate being put on the spot like that. Hey, man, just don't shed a tear, man, because I have to hug you in here. Yeah, we have to man. romance and things like that. Oh. But I'm, I'm a true book. Talking. But, but I'm a true. <laughs> <laughs> they cut ours off so we come uh, in. If not, it'd be illegal in yeah. 50 states. And, um, <laughs> and, and I already said I was a Jew, so you know. It's, yeah, gonna, it's, going, it's going to work out. You know, it's going to work out. Um, but it's just, I, I'm always, I've been a true believer that you don't wait until somebody's gone yep. or you don't get to see them no more Absolutely. to let them know that you appreciate everything. Nah, dude, for you, man. And I really appreciate that. I do. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, and not just me, we work really hard mm-hmm. trying to do this stuff. And I think what you're doing at this club is amazing. And you're going to give opportunities to people that don't have it. And what the one thing that I really like, if you actually have uh, somebody that's going, like, like you've got different headliners, I see. But if you have a feature that goes through, starts on Thursday, and then he ends on uh, Saturday after three shows, that's six shows you're allowing somebody to work out their shit. That's a big deal. It is invaluable. Yeah. It, it, and this is like, that's why I'm like, hey, goo, love you. Uh, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's invaluable. I mean, it, as a comic, I can tell you that I've grown leaps and bounds when you get these weekend shows mm-hmm. where you're able to do six to you know yeah. five six shows back to back like that it's amazingly valuable yeah i've learned a lot because when i first got a club gig i had a certain set you know you know you go in you got a set and i'm mm-hmm. and i am a comic that doesn't write a one joke down right that's not what i do it's all real life type of stuff that i made funny Absolutely. um so i have a set that i think i want to talk about going into it and the first time i did a club gig i didn't do so well the first time so I had to go back, revamp, do something sure. different. And by the time I was done after five shows, then I've had a good little set right. that I can go and approach a place like Comedy Off-Broadway or another place that's a staple in the United States yeah. as far as comedy is concerned and be prepared for that type of atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. it's a little different. And, and, and it's it's a real, real, real switch when you go from you're doing all these different bar shows mm-hmm. around town where you're doing once you know, or twice a month mm-hmm. or something like that. And then you actually 
actually get to do multiple sets at once and all of a sudden in your head you go holy crap I actually can do this you know mm-hmm. it's a weird switch and it's one of those milestones that, that people hit and you're enabling them by having a, a club like this to really find that faster yeah because I mean it, your club platform isn't after you know like the, the guys that are hey yeah I gotta pay me 60 grand for this weekend right you're not looking for that mm-hmm. you're looking for the guys that should you know could be headlining because they have the time but all they can get is a feature an MC gig at the, the nationally established clubs because that's honestly where they're at in their career exactly man that's the thing like you know when you're dealing with cats like we're dealing with you want to make sure that you're propelling them to be where they need to be at as far as because i could i think about you know some people need this comedy to help feed their family yeah and i want to help them propel to where we're not going in and just every day punching the clock punching the clock punching the clock you're going to know if you're good enough to do this or you're going to know that you're not good enough to do this you're going to either gain um, confidence or you're not going to have the confidence and another and another special thing that we're doing with our club as well is that each weekend it's a different type of not a so-called theme but it's kind of themed you know what i mean so we don't want to have to depend on the same person to come to every show every weekend you know yeah. we want to give different people to, like we got a weekend for females we have a weekend for urban we have a weekend for the, the certain type I of demographics really that. that you can come in and have a good time so if you come Thursday alright I'm going come back Friday I'm going come back Saturday because I know it's going to be the same type of you know sure so we're just doing something different man. I no, I, great. I, I really like that because of the fact that not only is it, is it smart for the comics but it's great for the community mm-hmm. you know because not all the time I mean because I think this club does a pretty good job of of trying to spread it around. Yes, they do a great um, job. You know, granted, how many people are like got their hand out to, to Jordan or here? I mean, it's 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 hard to balance all that. And I think he does a pretty good job. But I mean, with your ability to just say to all the different community in Georgetown, hey, you may you may not care for you know this crowd. That's you know we got females this weekend. Maybe you don't like that, but mm-hmm. you know we got Urban coming in next yeah. week, or we got these guys coming in that week, mm-hmm. or I mean, you, you might even stretch out and do you know hit hit, hit different communities with that. Yep. But that's I mean, great. it represents everybody and it gives every an opportunity to really appreciate stand-up, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Can I can I throw a theme in there? Just yes. kind of plant this little seed for you. Oh boy! Some of the best comics I know are drag queens. Hundred percent. And I think that would be just a great theme. That'd be a great theme. And see, and another thing that could could happen at some point, not putting them on the spot, that we uh, the Laughing Skull and Comedy on Broadway could work together in some way because sure. they get so many people that come and want to be on their show that's yeah. not prepared mm. to do this type of show. They can be like, well, go down here first. Let's see how you do that's at the Laughing idea. Skull, and then we might then we can bring you in if you do good down there. Mm. That way we. Both both working hand in hand. Yeah, yeah we don't. We, at, at not we do not want to, people to start thinking like, well, it's a competition between the Lavish School of Comedy. Office. That yeah. is nowhere close. Right. We would rather work together than yeah. sure anything like that. You know, and 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 uh, I've I've talked to both the owner of uh, the caravan and uh, the owner here, mm-hmm. and and both of them have expressed. Absolutely, you know, we definitely can talk and, and compare notes and all that. So, I mean, I don't think Jordan is ever going to be the type of person to be closed-minded about anything. I mean, he, he obviously has a working formula. Right. So, he's going to keep doing that, and I don't think anybody's going to fault him for doing that. Right. But he's not a closed book. He, he's absolutely more than willing to sit down and talk to anybody, and he's expressed that to me numerous times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that I don't think that'll ever be an issue for you. Yeah. Um, and on that note, we got to stop for a commercial break. Um, so, we'll be right back with uh, Goo McIntyre and Brandon Nicole.
What's up, Kentucky? This is Rex Chapman. I've struggled with addiction in the past. Today, I'm often asked where someone can turn for help. Bridgeway Institute Kentucky offers NAD plus IV therapy to end addiction without horrible withdrawals. I've used NAD plus. NAD plus is a revolutionary treatment that helps heal the brain destroying disease of addiction. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, visit Bridgeway Institute at bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. You might just be the one to save a life. That's bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. And we're back. And uh, those messages are brought to you by Bridgeway Institute and Comedy Off Broadway. Don't forget to check ComedyOffBroadway.com. And uh, we're back here with Goo McIntyre and Brandy Nicole. And uh, so we were talking about the club and uh, all of the wonderful benefits that are coming up here. Dude, so uh, you're getting ready to open. Like, this is the grand opening coming up? Yeah, Thursday. And it's Thursday. It's Thursday night. What's really cool is when this show airs, it'll be tomorrow night. All right? Because mm-hmm. we're going to put this, this show out Wednesday right before the, uh, his club opens. So it'll be tomorrow night, guys. And who's coming to town? Tell me who's going to be at your club this weekend. Thursday night, I'm going to headline. Oh! I'm going to give them me Thursday. Give I, it I, to them. I, yes. I, I couldn't. I could not. Absolutely. Not be the man it's on the opening club. night. Why you know, I had to. Me? I had to give it to them, man. You know, the first night, and I'm probably just going to do it probably once a year, twice yeah. a year, maybe something like that, depending on what we have going on. Um, well, it's awesome though. It, it, like aside the fact that, all right, so you're moving from, uh, you know, practitioner behind the mic to practitioner behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact of the matter is. is you're an extremely funny guy, so uh, like, I, like no, I mean I've I've watched you for years, and, and anybody's ever seen you, dude. What was awesome about booking Goo is like I book him, and people would just like flock to it. It, sure. was, it was just like I, I was like, can I book him once a month? Because we're getting really good numbers when Goo's around. I mean, just he always like would people would pack yeah. in to see him, and it's just a credit to who he is. So no, absolutely, you should friggin'. So yeah. are you doing the whole weekend or just Thursday? I'm just doing Thursday. Okay, Friday. I have a good friend of mine, Matt Linville, coming in headlining Friday. Oh, what's up, Matt? Matt, funny, look, funny, 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 little, 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 little guy. Little, guy. little, guy. little pocket size guy. Yeah, 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 little pocket size guy. I mean, you've heard of Yoda? Yeah, he's shorter. Um, <laughs> he's baby Yoda. Size. He's a little shorter than baby. I was Yoda. surprised. I, I met him in person for the first night. Um, was that Monday night? Yeah. And I was like, Linville? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah, down he's, there. he's a little feller. I, I Hilarious. Love and to see where Linville he evolved from. Right. Let you know how much he cares about the craft and just the comedy community all together. Yeah, absolutely. And so I just had to show him some love on that Saturday. That's so I mean, great. on that Friday. And then Saturday night, I have a really good friend of mine coming in from West Virginia. Oh, I know who you're going to say. Andy Frampton. The oh, last call boy. out long. The last call out long. There he is. Yeah. Hey, I went up to his I went up to his room that he has in West Virginia, and I had a great, great time. And so I think he's always been one of the funniest comedians that's hands, around. Yeah, hands down. I tell, I tell you, he's easily, in my opinion, the best comedian out of West Virginia. Yes. No offense, Mike Fields. Uh, Mike, you get uh, as many years as he's got behind him, he'll probably be just as funny. But I'm saying, this guy is, he's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. He was just a finalist in the contest we had, uh, the Funniest Comic East of the Mississippi <laughs> contest. 
he was just mm-hmm. a finalist in. Uh, he crushed it. Andy is fantastic, guys. You really want to come out and just see, you know, a, a redneck that just it, it like throws <laughs> everything to the wall. Him. Yes, I mean the guy is amazing. That's why I mean that's why he's known as the last call outlaw because he's just guy. yeah, dude, he's hysterical, fantastic. So we got him guy. coming Saturday for three, three shows. shows. Yeah, three shows. That's awesome. Fuck, yeah, it's going it's going to be amazing, man. And um, then, then the other nights I'll be the house MC. So oh, that's that's yeah. great. So you're gonna be on stage doing stuff anyway. Yes, yes, Dude, yes. That's so good to see you. That's fucking. So you're almost like a Bud Freeman of the area, right? Pretty much, pretty much, Cause, pretty much. Because you know, Bud in in history, Bud was a he was an entertainer, did a lot of comedy, and he mm-hmm. he started the improvs. Yep. And uh, then he he was MC for a long time on the main show, and uh, everybody hated him. But that's besides <laughs> the point. No. no. <laughs> but guess what we have going on the first weekend, and we're gonna. Uh, promote each weekend individually we're not going to push ahead because you know you might see somebody you like and not support sure the week of so we're going to wait till we, okay. the week the week of to push to but I, I can tell you what the next the next weekend is crazy also it's, it's crazy it. nah it. I can't do it yet the next <laughs> the next weekend is crazy it's crazy I can tell you this the first show of the new year I can tell you who's going to be on that weekend okay my main man Joe Deuce Oh there you go Joe hey. Deuce is going to headline The weekend Now uh, is he doing All six shows or We trying to work on All six shows Good good Yeah like cause he's that. somebody That everybody needs to come see Absolutely guy, yeah. And, yeah. and Joe was the winner Of my contest here too yep. That's right <laughs> so, He's fantastic I'm sorry We cross promoting At this point <laughs> I love that Mine, cross, nothing wrong We're cross pollinating We're not docking We're cross pollinating I was going to say I think we're no, I think We're not. docking <laughs> She no, loves it neither, docking Neither one of us Have a hood So nah, we're not docking nah, we, <laughs> Get an extender. <laughs> it's fine. Nah, man, can't get no extender. No, we're not. Me. We're not. We're not doing that. Uh, all right. So, all right. Let's let's switch gears real quick. Mm-hmm. I, we're going to come back to the comedy club. We're going to come back to that because it's a hot topic. But our our listeners are used to hearing us just do say weird things, the darndest things, the darndest things. Um, so we're we're going to switch gears right now. And yep. I just I want to hear your thoughts. And this is this is totally off the wall. Let's get it. Bigfoot. Tell me your thoughts on Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Okay. We're going to talk about Bigfoot. Then I, I want to ask y'all a question, okay? Is it okay? okay. So Absolutely. you're answering a okay. question with a question. No, I'm going to answer the Bigfoot question. I'm going to ask you. I'm okay. No, no, let's do it. Y'all to a question. No, I love it. Bigfoot. I think what Bigfoot was, okay, and, this, was. and I've been talking about this for years. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a school teacher, also by there's, the way. There's so. a reason why I asked yeah. this question. <laughs> I think what happened with Bigfoot. Bigfoot was a grizzly bear. Oh, I think Bigfoot was a grizzly bear. Sure. That walked on two feet. One single grizzly bear, or a uh... one single grizzly bear that walked on two feet, and maybe two different people saw him. Just two. Right. two different people might have saw him, and a legend started of a Bigfoot. And then one woman probably had sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> probably that took, took it. All right, probably took the ride <laughs> from, from Kentucky, West Virginia, or Tennessee. Where did this happen? I think it was a McCoy. I think it was a McCoy that so, saw him so, walking. So West Virginia, yeah, West Virginia, oh my. not the Kentucky side. The Hatfields, a McCoy. <laughs> Subscribe to this. <laughs> took it. I can subscribe to this. Took it and didn't make a noise. I, I then, love where this went. <laughs> and, and I think they, we have a Bigfoot. So we have a big. All right. And so that and the child that and came the, from that and the child is Happy Feet. That's lovely. <laughs> happy Feet. All right. What's your question? I'm My question is this: Dinosaurs. Uh huh. Yes, they're real. 
No way. Okay. No way. Wait, what do you mean no think, way? Y'all really think dinosaurs existed? Yes. Yeah, 100%. I'm not a biblical person. <laughs> I'm not a biblical person as far as that, where I know the inside of that. Oh, we I know have bones. Enough. We have bones. Yes, but I think it's bones of different animals that just happen to fall in the same spot. <laughs> Because how can you have a Tyrannosaurus Rex that controlled the land, right? Was well, so called. He, he was he was he was a king predator, absolutely. But he can't grab you. Well, he doesn't need to. He's got his head's the size of a Buick. He couldn't be agile, <laughs> but he couldn't be agile though. Well, I mean, you see the size of his legs. I, I mean, can see a raptor controlling I mean, the land more I mean, than a Tyrannosaurus. Barry Rex. Sanders would have looked at this guy's legs and said, "Damn, those are big legs." I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just I just I just it's just you hard know, for me to believe. I, uh, that. Well, I mean, it was what. 65 million years ago or something. Yes, but it's always been man. It's always been man. I know a very very intelligent uh, gentleman, Mm -hmm. a very religious gentleman, who believes the same thing. He's like, that uh, their dinosaurs were not real. And it's not necessarily due to his his faith, Mm -hmm. but he, you know, he's like, absolutely not. I just just can't see how man and dinosaur existed and were not extinct. They didn't exist together. No, I had to. No. They didn't. No, not according to science. Okay, y'all worried about science. (laughs) (laughs) That's science most of the time uh, is there were, no cameras. there were no is cameras a, so you start most play. science with a question though right? isn't most science yes, start with yes. a question Absolutely. and then you gotta try to prove it right, right. Absolutely. exactly that's right. what I'm saying so it could have been a question did man and dinosaur exist and then somebody came up with some kind of I don't know theory right. that it happened right carbon dating you know carbon dating's a thing I don't know <laughs> I just, that's just my thoughts you know I just don't no, think I, they existed it, it's alright so if we're going on that though, like so who was first Dinosaur man. Dinosaurs. What had well, obviously because we're still here. What had the skull of a Buick then? The skull the size of a Buick. Where did that? What? What in the world created? Because there are full dinosaur skulls out and about. What's that? That's what happens when you drink beer. You think about, <laughs> I believe there was Willie Mammoth. I do believe that. Well. A, a, sh- okay. a shaggy elephant. Yes. Okay, so you think about the head of that. Which is smaller than a significantly. <laughs> but did we? But did we? Did we actually find a Tyrannosaurus yes. Rex head? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What, what year was this? 1992. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, if we found one in '92, then shoot, I'm gonna take it flight to Mars. They said we can't. We can't. I don't know. No, they they have they have found multiple skeletons of all kinds of all, all the different ones. The thing that I think is hysterical about dinosaurs, and the thing that I prescribe to, is the fact that most dinosaurs had feathers. And it, it, I love, I love. No, that but idea. if you look at birds today, like I, I have a bird. Or mm-hmm. My bird is a green. You got a pet bird? I get a pet bird. Okay. Green winged macaw, and he's ginormous, and he's got these scaly ass, weird alien feet. Yeah, because they're feet. part lizard. I mean, that's that's what they are. Birds are just weird, weird creatures. And I mean, you, you look at him. They are weird okay. creatures. They they're really weird. Didn't they say like birds and dinosaurs had like a backward pelvis or something like that? There's there's all kinds there's of crazy thing. Something stuff. pelvic. Related. And I and it's I always no no I can understand where he's coming from because of the fact that there is a boatload we are postulating versus oh, actually for sure. knowing because no one was there. There's no right. cameras. It's not like early man was going and here we have the willy mammoth. No, they, we don't have. And so that. and my thing also is the all the dinosaurs just died off or there were no more animals. Then the rest of the animals came. No, I think I think there was a bunch of, like a, a 
according to uh, whatever the, the, the source, mm-hmm. um, there were there was a bunch of like there were mammals at the time, but they were small and they they scurried out of the way, and we were just like things hiding in the trees at that point, I guess. But it, like when they died off, it enabled us to rise up as the more dominant. Uh, but I mean, the fact of the matter is, is like when when we die off, because that that'll eventually happen. Yeah. They're saying the bees will take over and they'll be the dominant species on this planet. And then there's a whole bunch of scientists saying they're dying off. They're not dying off. You dying freaking no bees off, liars. There are so liars. many of them. It's ridiculous. Ask my, ask my front porch. Ask my right. front porch. Right. They're dying <laughs> off. Much. I'm over walking and swatting. And right. On the same note, I, re- I seen something online the other day that I thought was just very profound. It doesn't matter when time travel will be invented. That's true. It does not. It does. Matter. It does not matter. Yeah, my, right. It doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, I never. I never thought about that. But as soon you said it, I thought about it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And have you ever thought about this? That maybe Hitler did everything he did because everybody kept going back in time trying to kill him. And he's like, look, if you keep going, <laughs> if you don't knock it off, I'm just a painter over here, and you guys don't knock it off. I'm killing everybody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what happens when you do. That. That's probably the best definition I can think of why he did what he did. Absolutely. <laughs> Would you kill baby Hitler? Well, no. Well, you wouldn't go back in time and kill him. If you could go back in time, where would you go? Um, I, I, I like that question. I'm going to have to go with biblical days. I want to Really? You'd go it? all the way back? Absolutely. Just to Israel. Just That's to it. Israel? Well, nothing else going on elsewhere. Well, like, of course. <laughs> well I mean, you talk, about, you talk about hood and you go to Solomon Gomorrah. That's where you might go back to because you like hood. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be dodging salt. Though. I'd be like, yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> where would you, where totally. would you all go? Where, where, when totally would you back. all go? When and where? Totally back. <laughs> I'm not going past the 60s. So that's self-explanatory. Well. Uh, I'm not going past there. Back when, uh, back when good drugs existed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going past that. Um, I would like to go back to the 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I think a fellowship of people was in the 70s. You know? I, no, I agree with yeah. that. Like I, like, I think the 60s had the right idea, mm-hmm. but not like the structure. And right. like, I think the 70s really kind of brought people together mm-hmm. and there was so much messed up shit like like everybody like complains about Trump and everything else is going on I was like do you realize what was happening in the 70s I mean we had Vietnam War that was still going yeah. on that was r- horrible uh, we <laughs> we had uh, Nixon and his debacle yep. that like totally went nuts mm-hmm. we had a, a, a energy crisis we had nuclear power for the first time we had friggin gas shortages I mean there were crazy yep. things going on in the for 70s sure. yep. but the people, the people. I, I agree with you the people were were really together on United. Things. It's Coca-Cola did it. I watched a documentary on Woodstock, like man, and it was like the most loving group of people. Yeah. And so many people. It was beautiful. I mean, of course, yes, they was all on drugs. Oh, absolutely. You know, man, I, I'd, have, I'd have been on one or two of them, you know, <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> Especially at the skinny dipping pond. I would have, I would have pulled it out. I'd have pulled it out and jumped in. Absolutely. Yeah, just see what was going on. Just see if whatever. I could have yeah. been one of y'all's daddy uncle or something. But uh, I, would, I love I'm, the 70s, I'm man. Darker. That must be. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I might have went back and came back. Nobody knows. Where, when would oh. you go? <laughs> where would I go? Where, when, where, where, when? Uh, see, I would absolutely love to go like back into the 50s. See, and, and I'm staying in the century, and I don't know why that is. Maybe because I'm just too nervous about Well, I don't like the fact that there's no real outdoor plumbing. None. Ah. None. And I enjoy my morning sabbatical. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can't do that in an outhouse because you might get bit by a rattlesnake. 
don't know what's that's going on. That's the common on. time. That's the common before the storm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Do you guys? Uh, I'm sure you've seen the the photos that are all over social media that are like pictures of time travelers. Yeah. There'll be a guy, mm-hmm. you know, in a. You see the picture. you see the woman that looked like she was on the cell phone. Yeah. People with yeah. the cell phones mm-hmm. and someone with like a t-shirt or I can't remember yeah. the t-shirt said like Nirvana or something or something like that or, or like uh, the, the during the Tyson fight in the 80s it looked like a guy had a cell phone that was taking yep. right. on, yeah. I saw that one recently actually yeah that, but that, that makes you go like it has to be something generic that we're looking at yeah that somehow like it just a Walkman it's, it's being taken different because of our context right. now but I mean the woman that's doing this what if she has a, like a, a toothache and she was like holding her mouth right. and like it, like she happened to have something in her hand that was sticking out and she's like I don't know like, or, I mean I don't know but how do we explain deja vu? You know what I'm saying? I do get that sometimes. You see, because like I'm thinking about something that actually happened. You know what I mean? So how do I explain that? Something I've never seen before. No, I mean that's like I have vujade a lot. Vujade is that feeling you've never done any of this. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) but George Carlin, sorry. (laughs) Um, But I have deja vu. I have I have that a lot. It it bugs me out because it's like, whoa! I I know. Yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. You know. And Mm -hmm. how do you explain? Then you just kind of like sit there and you're just like in your own little world for like a minute. You're just like, yeah. And I think that's string theory. You really I, have to get into it. I, do you know uh, who... Uh, I'm going to butcher his fucking name. Uh, Michio... Mike Mc, McConnell. No. They, they, <laughs> but, but he's, Mitch McConnell. He's, he's one of the foremost authorities on string theory and uh, science. He's a, a, a Japanese uh, scientist out of San Francisco. Tom Segura. White, white hair. Tom Segura. 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 But he talks about how there's multiple dimensions happening all at once. So, I mean, what if that's just us bumping into? Because we only see in so many dimensions. Right. But when you go into dark matter and all that, dark matter is everywhere. Yeah. And they say, well, dark matter might just be other... Uh, like uh, universes that right. that is the only part of it we can see but it's like something that exists at the same it's time. like full Marvel DC universes. Like, like if, if you believe in string theory that everything that you do every single day, whatever decision you make every decision you could make is happening. Right. All at the same time including your death and you being a hero and everything else all happens at the same time in every friggin... See, I, 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 love, I love that theory and I really love the, the idea of it but it, it just I don't know it seems a little lofty for me it is very lofty because then you have however many independent folks and right. then all their decisions and what constitutes a decision is it me drinking this water or not drinking this water is it every little nuanced move it's, it's your freedom but if you think all the way back to like the beginning like it was always a decision that dictate what happened right because you think about if you go back to Adam and Eve it wasn't made for him to like go on the cross and make it to where we all come back. If that's what you believe in, he made it to where you're going to live freely in the Garden of Eden until right. you made a decision to eat the fruit that wasn't right. So we get it had something else had to happen. So it's always been about a decision. Yeah, that think about true. it. it always, it's always yeah. been about a decision that's, that's been made. True. And speaking of Adam and Eve, which I love this story mainly because of the fact that then God casts them out of the, mm-hmm. the garden and then they go to a town. Wait, where did that town come from? Right, where, where <laughs> all of a sudden. Somebody had buildings. And- <laughs> Wait, well, there's always a little rickety town with a gas station. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> there's I always been that. I also heard a theory that 
there's only a certain amount of souls that was put. Yeah. And so your soul is just so, recycled kind of. So here's 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 what the CERN Center said, and this is uh, this is brought up in uh, House Sparks Act, uh, but this is actually like something, and I had to bring that up because I had mentioned this before, and Garrett said, "Dude, that's something House Sparks talks about on stage." And I was like, "I'm not trying to fucking rob anybody. This is something actually the CERN Center talked about, right? CERN Center is that one that that has the the, the atoms that collided. You know, they got that big yeah. right, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so very very brilliant people, and they had talked about how. Um, for us to go anywhere in the universe, anywhere in the space, that we're going to have to be longer living creatures. Sure. All right. So uh, they had stated that right now there's like a 12 year old girl that's going to live to like 250 years old. They, huh. they had stated that there's a five year old child that lived to be 500 years old right now. Oh. All right. So they're saying it's going to take mass quantities amount of our time to mm-hmm. travel because space is just ginormous. Sure. We don't realize how big it is. Right. So there's still going to put us in some type of stasis what the hell you're going to go absolutely crazy being in space there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. so what they're going to do is they were talking about putting us all in these machines that they could download people's lives into your brain and you would relive their life while you traveled and, huh. then, and then when that life is over you come out of the stasis you know, that was amazing let's do another one because you still got time <laughs> you know but how do you take care of the body doing all that though it's so it's going to break down I, <laughs> dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like like the, the science will be behind it at that point I guess whatever but I mean, like the, the point is like our brains can be uploaded and downloaded and that's a fact right now like they're able to do that yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's like, it's almost like what they're saying might actually happen. And if it might actually happen, is it happening right now? Are we actually on a spaceship living a life I know that, I that isn't ours? We're living, reliving something else because the brain can be fooled as we know. Right. Uh, it, it's just, it's one of those things that you're just I, like, holy I like shit. That. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a, it's a cool idea and I, I just thought I'd share. What, <laughs> if, what, if, what, if there, what if there's a mirror galaxy out there? Yeah. yeah you know, a mirror, a mirror galaxy? It. Like somebody's living the same life, but they're making different decisions. Right. That's, that's also been a thought of mine also. And and, and yeah. I, I, I first thought of that when I saw the episode of Star Trek Mirror Mirror. Remember that? Where uh, they, uh, went, they went into a uh, different dimension and like all the crew of the Enterprise were yep. like actually evil. What year was that, Josh? Uh, 1960. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> why I didn't check it out. There's a, there's another, they're on repeat, damn it. <laughs> there's another theory that, that I, I like. I don't believe in, but I, I would love to believe in it. It's that there's just you're just one person just one soul or whatever you want to call it but each everybody that's on the planet if you will you will live every single life that's on the planet like I'll be huh. me this time mm-hmm. and I'll be you then I'll be Abraham Lincoln then I'll be Jesus or whatever the order would be in and I love that idea because it makes you it makes me look at people differently yep. like it's like that. well when it's my turn to be this lady like judging them I'm still yeah. going to punch her in the face but <laughs> <laughs> at least I'll see it coming at least you'll feel it this time you know? yeah I, I love that um, I don't know where it came from it's been <clears throat> an old 4chan kind of thing that's been going around forever and I just every time it comes up I sit and read through it and it's a beautiful no, description I, of an idea I absolutely and, and that goes to the theory of there's only actually one light electron where like light comes from just one electron it's like yeah. it's just it, that's how fast it is it just illuminates everything that one thing and it's like wow okay yeah man it's and crazy normally we have to smoke a lot of weed to talk like this <laughs> <laughs> um, that's crazy man alright well we're, we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping this up but yeah. before we get Listen, I want you to do a good plug for the Laughing Skull. Let's let's, let's tell everybody why they lay need to it go all there. out. The Laughing Skull. The reason why you should come to Laughing Skull for one, 
It's going to be a great atmosphere, a great date night. You're going to laugh hard on people you probably have never even heard of before. Two, it's just a good atmosphere for you to come to and show your support. Three, I'm going to have Josh there. And I, I, I actually already have two dates. So. <laughs> already. And four, it's just something different for the comedy community. And that's the main thing that I wanted. I wanted a house for comics that are really good at what they do, but just hasn't really gotten to the right eye. You yeah. know? And so brilliant. That's, that's, that's the main thing Dude, for it. it, 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 it and it will build like a comedy base. Like, mm-hmm. especially, like, you get some guys, like, you're going to have some guys in there that people are going to be like, oh, right, that's not my thing. Right. But, you, but invariably, one or two of the people in the crowd will go, no, I really like them. I want to follow them. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, it will slowly build people a fan base, which is something we as comics desperately need need because how we get booked in amazing clubs is that we have a fan base yes, right sir. and you can't prejudge going in you can't you come here and you see a name automatically going in well he has to be this funny right and if he's not this funny you disappointed in your night right absolutely going into the laughing skull you don't know what you're going to get right you know what i mean yeah so it's like a, a box of, it's yeah. like a good time it's like a box of chocolates what i what i really like is uh, the fact that i forgot what the fuck i was just gonna say so this is amazing yeah uh, Appreciate it. No, dude, I, I absolutely love the fact that you're here. I love I love that what you're doing out there in Georgetown. I can't personally, I cannot wait to get out there and throw some funny down in front of everybody. I think it's going to be like something that's landmark that, you know, that everybody. And you know what's really cool? I remember what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. So what was really cool is the fact that you go out to the movies. All right. You're going to spend seven, eight bucks a ticket. All right. Two people going out. Boom. That's way more than, than you're ever going to friggin' Like you're going to go out to the laughing school. Maybe you spend. 10 bucks t- you know 10 bucks ticket right mm-hmm. right but you're going to see entertainment live comedy that you're not going to be able to see going to a damn movie. A movie you can rent later. You can't miss Like, this is the thing about live comedy that people mistake nowadays. Live comedy, yeah, you can see it on, on the internet. You can see it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing it's like going experience. to see it live. It is the absolute total package oh, experience. One more thing I want to say. Yeah. This club is for the culture. Mm-hmm. Like, for every one of us that's had to work timeless to get a room, to get a night for us to be in the club, uh, they had to pay money to get in the club, the nights that we was there, didn't nobody come, all the people in the crowd was just us. Mm. I just happened to have the resource to get it started. That's awesome. This is for the culture. And I want all my comedy buddies that I've been grinding with and we going to the show and we the only one laughing at us and people in the back <laughs> of the club laughing are not are talking while we're trying to do comedy. The laughing skull is for us. I, I may get a tattoo of the laughing <laughs> skull because I, I absolutely love this and thank you so much for doing it. And thank you for being on the show, man. Yeah. Hey, it's thank y'all for having me. This has been fun. Yeah. This has been fun. <laughs> it is different, right? It's been real fun. Um, any final thoughts? Um, just bring me back sometime, man. Fuck yeah! And we can talk about. We ain't got to talk about the. We ain't got to talk about the club. Let's we, just talk. We talk about anything you want. Talk about that. And we'll bring you. Talk. And there's more. Uh, Brandy and I want to talk to you about that anyway. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that after this. Okay. Um, uh, Brandy, you have anything final thoughts? Uh, no. I want to give a shout out to Wessex Brewing, and I Absolutely. also also want to give a shout out to uh, the White Rabbit Tattoo in Frankfurt for all of you that were fans of the Oracle Guy Shane. 
he's over in Frankfurt now doing big things. Is, is the White Rabbit back open? It sure is. James Shane and uh, Jennifer Shane uh, restarted it, and they're doing big things. I don't even know if you can get an appointment, but well, go say uh, hi to him. White Rabbit, I, I need some more tattoos. So, Do you get on stage? I do not. I just write. She's a writer. Why don't you get on stage? I'm on stage now. I know, but why don't you do like... Just a little burlesque. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to make them spin, okay? You got a, you got a skill set. All right, cool. All right, guys. Well, it's been an amazing time, Goo. Thank you much uh, for being here. All right, so, guys, we're going to see you next time for Goo McIntyre and Brandy Nicole. I'm Josh Sarm. You guys, have a good night. We'll see you next time. If you like the, the show, make sure you throw a like down there somewhere. There should be a like. And uh, there's a subscribe button over here. And hit the bell. And hit the bell. Yeah, ring the bell. And, uh, you know, check us out, man. Stay in touch with us. We're always putting out videos every week. And uh, it should be a lot of fun, right? Write us a letter. Write us a letter. Write us a letter. Thanks, guys. Yeah.